Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, guys. Welcome. 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 Good people. Welcome. By the way, I don't want to discriminate bad people. Welcome to our show as well. Anyone who want to learn more about podcasting, welcome. Because today we have an interesting topic, how your podcast can grow your business and uh, how to unite with content marketing strategy. I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Christian Pellegrino. How are you? I'm all right. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Yeah, I, we chatted a little bit about Wednesday, about each day in our life. So yeah, <laughs> I enjoy. I enjoy the process. Okay, Tristan, before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, and why you pay so much attention to podcast format. We have many different other formats, videos, text-based, social media. So why why podcast? Yeah, why podcast? Good question. Um, well, I I didn't really set out to be a podcaster or to even use uh, podcasting as my my medium choice. I kind of fell into it almost. Um, and it's only I, I have a background in video content. So I owned a video agency and sold it and then started mm -hmm. Motion and motion which is uh, the the company that i own now uh, started as a video content agency designed for predominantly working with tech companies so we did a lot of those uh, animated explainer videos you often see product videos uh, we would film on-site events etc and what we found was there there's this issue with with video projects in that they're they're very uh like a one-time project essentially and kind of put all this effort into one two to three minute video and that's it you know you, you just show up and uh you produce this thing you spend a couple months on it and it either works or it doesn't or you know there's no process there to refine anything or to build a, a consistent content strategy from it and that's where we started to create shows for customers where they wanted more of a, a consistent content stream a way to uh, learn from their audience, a way to to communicate with their audience consistently over time. So we started to develop shows. And then ultimately, about three years ago, we completely pivoted from being solely a video agency to now building shows for small, scrappy marketing teams at tech companies. Mm -hmm. Nice. Great. Great. You know, it's interesting. Once I spoke with uh, a client and told him, you know, uh, we need to create a podcast. And he replied to me, why I need to do it? My competitors don't uh, have podcasts. Uh, probably this channel doesn't work. And uh, my reply was like, uh, it's a good opportunity. If your competitors ignore this format, then you can become first. You know, you can get this niche. Can you tell uh, how to start from scratch? For example, if uh, companies have the goal, to cover new format like podcast uh, and uh, what to do first, second, third, uh, all steps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, even before we talk about like where to start from scratch, let me ask you a question. Like what in your mind, what do you think a podcast is when I, when I asked that question, if you had to describe it? Uh, for me, uh, at first I love uh, creating content uh, and uh, podcast, uh, probably I, I can't tell it's my loving format, but one of the, uh 
of loving formats because I love reading books more. But you know, uh, I love this format because I can walk with my dogs, I can drive, I can train, many things to do and uh, keep learning. You know, because uh, I can't do something else at that time, but. Uh, if I listen to valuable episodes, I can learn. So uh, that's why I create this format. That's why I have it. Uh, for me, uh, it's important to love what you do. For example, if you create content for the sake of getting sales, traffic, it doesn't work because you can burn out fast. But if you love the process, if you enjoy the process, then you can go ahead. And... Uh, Podcast is the format that uh, I enjoy. And the second, uh, I love building relationships with marketers. In podcast, it's simple. You know, I can invite Neil Patel, Ren Fishkin, uh, Tristan Pellegrino, many others because I know we can help each other in the end. Uh, uh, You can share my content. I can share your content. Uh, We can, uh, you know, it's like uh, today it's hard to go ahead without building relationships. That's why I uh, I love this format. And uh, it helps to grow business as well. My audience loves this format. They uh, love to listen valuable episodes and yeah, my three points why I do it. <laughs> yeah, so I love it. So, and that's an interesting answer because, um, and I think you have a good mindset, right? Because basically, the podcast that you're describing is more than an audio channel. And so, when when you're asking me about like where do you start with a podcast, I think the first thing is to really understand what a podcast can be today. It's more than this audio file that you put out on Buzzsprout or Anchor or what, whatever podcasting hosting platform that you select. A podcast is really about relationships like, like you just talked about. I mean, that's a, one of your the top three things that you selected there. And it really unlocks a lot of other content. So if, if you take a podcast, traditionally, it's been this MP3 file. But if you take a step back, you build out a, a video podcast that can really <clears throat> serve as a foundation for all these other different types of content that you can create. Gives you an opportunity to build something consistently and you know experiment with different formats over time. So I think the first thing to do when you do start out exploring whether a podcast is right for you, it's it's really just changing that mindset that a podcast can be more than an audio channel. And once you know that. Anatoly, I think that the first two things that you really need to lock down before you you start out on this adventure of, of creating a podcast for your company is you need to very clearly understand who your audience is that you want to connect with and then how you're going to help them. And I think mm-hmm. those two big questions need to be answered because that is where you'll start to get into all the other details downstream. So that, in my opinion, is where you start. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about uh, the target audience. Uh, can you tell how to learn from scratch? Because I don't know my audience. And uh, for example, once I found that my audience is different on YouTube, is different on LinkedIn, is different on my webs- website. No, people are different or probably even people are the same, but have different mindset. So if they open website, they need SEO services. If they open YouTube channel, they want to get educational content. And uh, I tried to set up the same buying persona on different channels and failed because I got it uh, uh, 
uh, of this different mindset. I need to consider them. So can you tell for, uh, for podcasts, for example, I have audience on some channels. Let's name Twitter, LinkedIn. It doesn't matter. I have it. But uh, on podcast, probably I will have different mindset or different audience. So how to find and learn audience from scratch? Yeah, well, I think it, when you're defining your audience, it's more about like understanding, you know, one-to-one individually, like who are these folks that you're looking to connect with? And I think you're you're talking more about the the how it will help. Like if you're on YouTube, I think the the content from your podcast might be more how-to, more informational, um, you know, kind of take that direction. So maybe you take pieces of your episodes that that fit that format better. Now, when you're releasing a traditional podcast episode in audio format conversations are a great type of content to release in that format you probably wouldn't necessarily use a visual medium as much in a in an audio format of the podcast so i think that is more of the the format and trying to figure out like how they're consuming it but what i'm trying to to encourage folks to do is think about who it is specifically that you want to connect with you know like is this um a, a marketer at a tech company that has a team that's less than five people. If you think about those circumstances, there are a lot of different challenges that they have looking through that lens. And so if you start there, then you start to figure out, okay, how, how can I help them with this podcast? How can I book guests and get other industry experts to, to maybe help them solve some of their problems? How can I bring on someone internally from my company that has specific expertise in an area that can solve their problem. How can I talk about my product on the podcast in a way that allows them to solve a problem that they have, not in a salesy way, you know, not talking about features and functions, but talking about how to solve a problem. And then, oh, maybe by the way, my product does that. So there, there are a lot of different ways that you can help your audience. But I think when you're, you're working with those two things, that that's really the, the foundation of a quality podcast from a company standpoint. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice, valuable. You know, uh, when I listen to you, uh, you know, you remind me the quote that the era of lazy marketers is that. You know, if you <laughs> just get the average data from tools, uh, you will fail because people, you need to spend time, you know, by learning your audience. Okay, let's talk about finding content ideas. Uh, um, it's another struggle that I see when people don't know what to share or uh, they probably have like a few topics. That's it, you know, but uh, for podcasts, it's important to be consistent you now to uh, bring value uh, as much as possible to help others to educate or probably entertain. So any insights how to find great ideas that will help the target audience? Yeah, so finding inspiration for episode topics is, is a question that we get a lot uh, because initially that you know customers want to do a podcast they want to help their audience but they're like okay how do i how do I actually generate ideas for each episode how do i structure those and i think they're the the easy answer is the inspiration for podcast episodes could come from all different angles and mm -hmm. as a marketer you really get an opportunity with a podcast, which is unique to any other medium, get an opportunity to work with all types of areas in your company. So let's think about this a second, Anatoly. If, if I have a, a branded podcast, I can start out with very simply 
some of the top questions that my customers have on discovery calls. Like let, let's start mm -hmm. very, very specific right there. And, and if you think about that, you're, you're kind of helping the sales enablement side of your company. So let's take those top questions that customers always have when we get on the phone and let's answer those in, in some creative ways in a podcast format. Maybe I bring on someone internally that is mm -hmm. a sales rep. Maybe they, I try to understand how they're answering this question. Maybe I bring an industry expert on and, and try mm -hmm. to understand how they overcome this challenge. So there's a lot of different ways that you can tackle that. And, and I think when you do create a, a podcast for your company, one of the, the best ways to start is really these small stories. You know, the, these like very specific questions that you can answer because you can really use those on the sales enablement side right away. And that, that's really the best place to start is just answering questions for your customers. And then from there, you can expand on these ideas. And once you get some of that momentum going, consistency, like you're talking about, you start to generate new ideas. You know, you, you might hear uh, a different take or a different uh, experience with something once you you interact with your audience and then you can explore that in a lot of different ways. So I think it's always about trying to get some of that early momentum, trying to figure out where do we start the show? You know, where where do some of these initial ideas come from? And then once you get this flywheel going, that's where you, you start to pull in a lot of other ideas and, you know, kind of things spark from all, all different angles. Nice, nice. Yeah, valuable. Love it, love it. Okay, Tristan, uh, let's talk about um, uh, bounce rate. You know, it's interesting that um, according to many studies, uh, it doesn't matter what kind of format you have, uh, people bounce fast. Uh, on YouTube channels, 80% of people uh, bounce for 20 seconds. Uh, on website content, we have the same metrics like 50, 90%. And uh, in podcasts uh, as well. Yeah, it's the same because people uh, are willing to get uh, valuable insights or uh, interesting content fast. You know, uh, so they're not interested to get some fluff, uh, big, I don't know, um, uh, big intro without value. Uh, can you tell uh, what, uh, how to um, retain audience longer? How to retain uh, listeners uh, to listen the entire episode? I think the biggest way to keep someone interested in your show or your particular episode is to deliver on the promise. So let's say you have a podcast episode title or you have something in the intro, you are really the entire episode are trying to fulfill on that, that first thing that you set out to do. And that's why, you know, a lot of people talk about it as, as a hook or, or some kind of cold open, you know, something that draws interest or that early connection with your audience is, is kind of that, that gateway to their, their attention. But then the entire time, the entire episode, you're, you're just, always connecting back to that beginning piece you know mm -hmm. you, you might it might be entertaining your audience there might be something that that was funny or unique up front that got their attention and then you're, you're trying to fill in the gaps from there or there might be something specifically that there was a question that they had and then what you're doing is really answering that question in the best way that you know how for the rest of the episode so i think it's really just fulfilling on that that promise that you set out to do with uh every single podcast episode Mm -hmm. You know, uh, once I uh, made keyword research on podcasts and I found 
most keyword uh, keywords are related to Joe Rogan. You know, he's popular, famous, and yeah. uh, if you type podcast uh, on iChefs, Google Keyword Planner, what at any tool, you can see many keywords with Joe Rogan. And I found people often copy him or any other influencers. You now, uh, uh, but uh, you know, it's hard to be the second Joe Rogan or uh, the second uh, Gary Vee or, or the second, uh, it doesn't matter, you know, uh, what kind of influencer you like. It's better to be yourself. You know, for example, I can't copy these guys, but uh, I can be myself. Uh, I tried many different formats. For example, I prepared a list of questions and uh, I found it doesn't work for my audience because they like live conversation that we have right now. You know, uh, when I create uh, questions uh, after getting your uh, replies, so I can ask new questions without preparation. So can you tell how to be yourself? Because, for example, if, uh, you know, um, I can't copy uh, some uh, comedian stuff because uh, uh, they spend time to improve uh, their humor. You know, it's like any other skills. And uh, once I uh, read the book uh, from Damon John, uh, uh, he one of producers in uh, Shark Tank, and uh, he uh, shares on his book about a girl. Uh, this girl was an introvert. She, does, she didn't have any friends. And once she decided to post content on Tumblr about herself, a million people started to follow her. Million people are the same, you know. So she didn't copy others. She uh, just uh, uh, showed the way how she can be herself. Can you tell how it's important to differentiate yourself from others? How it's important to not to copy others, but be yourself? Yeah, when it comes to differentiation, perhaps as a, as a podcast host or creating differentiation with your show in general, I think the first thing is to understand that that you as a person or a podcast host, you are unique just as, as yourself. So in, in a lot of advice that you see out there is, is to, to really, um, you know, try to improve your weaknesses. But when it comes to maybe creating content, maybe flip it the other way. Why don't you focus on the strengths that you have as a content mm -hmm. creator or yeah. as a person, as a marketer? And why don't you double down on what you're really strong at? And and that's probably the direction that I would recommend. You can you can always improve some of your weaknesses, but when you're starting out and you're trying to get that momentum and you're trying to find your voice, why don't you double down on what you're really good at? I mean, take an example for me. I'm not the type of person that loves standing in front of a thousand people in an auditorium, right? I, I just have no desire to be a keynote speaker or anything. And I very much love the one-on-one -on -one conversation. And that's really why I love an interview-based style podcast. I love the art of conversation. I love the art of creating interview questions to, to maybe get different answers or, or encourage the guests that, that come on the show to think in a different way. That's what I enjoy the most. And, and that's really the direction that I've gone in. Now, as I've been a podcaster for a number of years, and I mean, I've probably hosted four or 500 episodes I try different things. I try to maybe find a, a new little technique or, you know, I'm constantly working as a podcaster, but initially I, I really tried to focus on what I was strong at, which is, you know, just that, that art of that one-to-one -one conversation and, and really 
establishing that relationship with someone on the other end versus like this this mass keynote speech or, or something along those lines yeah love it love it yeah yeah it's better to consider your strong side than uh, <laughs> I, 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 you remind me bill gates and he told for example if he has product a and product b after investing x amount of money to product a and x amount to product b if product uh, b will sell two times more then the next time he will invest everything uh, i mean like two x uh, marketing budget to product b because he can sell a lot more so it's like uh, if you have your strong side you need to consider your strong side and go ahead with that uh, i have the question about uh, call to action today podcast uh, it's a big industry you know uh, I, i don't remember exactly the number but a few billion dollars uh, are in marketing on podcast companies are willing to pay uh, for uh, big, to become sponsorship to uh, to market their products can you tell how to add call to action to the podcast format because you know yeah we have two goals the first goal uh, for example when company uh, has podcast uh, for the sake of selling their products or creating brand awareness the second when you have the goal to uh, market others so can you tell about adding call to action to sell products it doesn't matter your products uh, others just how to do it <laughs> yeah so from an advertising standpoint when we're thinking about a call to action in a, in a podcast the the best Uh, way I like to think about it is to just be very clear as to what that call to action is and make just just one call to action. Make it a very simple website. Make it a very simple phone number if that's the case. I mean, for the most part, and we do integrate ads in, into some of our, our customer shows, and then we also have ads in some of the shows that we produce at, at Motion. And what we do with each of those is to just have a very simple URL, you know, a very clear next step for your audience mm -hmm. that you want them to take because if you're if you're providing if you're encouraging people to follow you um you know on spotify then apple then you want people to go to your youtube channel then you want people to check you out on linkedin oh by the way you know hit me up on twitter it's like they don't need you know people are consuming a podcast like you said at the at the top of this you're you're running you're walking your dog you're in the car i mean how are you going to write all this stuff down And are you really going to go to the show notes to see all those different <laughs> call to actions? No. So try to make it simple, make it very direct and, and uh, clearly state what they are, they're going to get out of that call to action. Um, and that, that typically is the best way that, that we try to, to take that um, from a CTA standpoint with podcasts. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. Um, can you tell how to grow podcasts, how uh, to get, new listeners uh, a loyal audience uh, any tips how to grow for example if someone has podcast from scratch or what has or uh, you know with the goal to grow any insights about that yeah i mean i actually in anatoly i have a blog post that i'll send you after this but i, I just wrote one uh, that has you can send type... me on private chat you can yeah, send yeah, private so... chat i'll share yeah. yeah yeah let me see here Yeah, it's like 13 ways to market your podcast because I, Ooh, I think, you know, nice. the one thing that that folks um, struggle with is they're, they're trying to really focus on the downloads, right? So it's like, how can I get more downloads? But if you take a step back and let me find the chat here. 
Mm-hmm. If you take a step back and you're thinking, all right, how can I grow this, this entire show beyond just downloads? And, and let's think about how we can use this content. And then once you're, you're going back to how am I going to help this audience? So let me just go through a couple things here of different ways that you can grow a show. And this is, I'm, I'm talking about this from the lens of a, a branded podcast. So your company's podcast, right? So the, the first thing that you can do is focus on the collaborations that, you know, the folks that you bring on as guests, you know, that is one way right there that you can grow your show is just by capitalizing on other audiences. So Anatoly, right now I'm on your show and I would love to take the content that that we're creating here and, and use it in a lot of different ways. That is going to help you get visibility into a new audience, I'm assuming. So that's just one one piece of it there. It's trying to create those, uh, you know, co-marketing opportunities that you have just through the natural conversations uh, that you're creating through a podcast. So that's one thing. Um, another is using podcasts within your your email marketing strategy. So a lot of folks they have a, a list that they have of customers. They have a list of prospects and. You know, maybe they're using this in in outreach, right, to a colder audience. You can use your show as a way to spark a conversation. You know, so like here, here's a segment in this podcast episode that I think would be relevant to you, or I, I think this would help you with something that we talked about, you know, a couple months ago during our discovery call. So it's trying to figure out how to use different pieces of your episodes within within marketing, email marketing that that you're already doing. Um, Another thing is using or or thinking about some of the other events that you have going on with your company, right? So are you going to a trade show? Are you going to an industry event? Are are you speaking? All of these situations are opportunities for you to either find new guests for your podcast or even record on site. So a lot of our customers are doing live recordings on site at trade shows or events, they're building relationships there, they're creating content while they're on site, and then they're taking it back and, and finding a way to, to use that material in other ways. So that's something that the folks, they, they tend to just think a podcast is just this one type of content that I'm creating, but then they fail to recognize that it could be folded into a lot of the other things that, that you're already doing on the event side and in real life. Um, some other things here, you know, naturally SEO is a big piece. I mean, we talked about that a little bit, uh, podcast SEO, I like to equate to you know, maybe how Google was or Google was like 10, 12 years ago. You know, I mean, if you have very clear titles and you optimize your descriptions, you're, you know, you're very clear with your show name and, and the, the summary that, um, that, that is attached to your show name, all those things can really contribute to, to helping find your, your podcast episodes on sites like Listen Notes or in the podcast apps. So that's one thing just low-hanging fruit is is to answer those questions and, and maybe use a keyword strategy in, in some places. Um, and the, another piece is is just pay promotion. I mean, let, let's face it, if you if you want to grow a show and you're confident that you're helping your audience, then put a paid strategy behind it, whether that's driving people to a website uh, landing page that you have for your show that that houses all the episodes, or if you're just trying to take snippets of the conversations that you have on your podcast and get those in front 
uh, of an audience to to try to build some awareness there and, and to introduce your company as a, as a way to to help them overcome their challenges those are all different things that that you can do on the marketing side to grow your show nice nice yeah great tips and uh, uh let's touch more about paid marketing uh, uh for example you know uh i love this channel um uh, and uh, for me paid marketing sells a lot more and better than uh, organic reach uh, and uh, i grew my ukrainian youtube channel with paid marketing uh we grew like when we got uh, 10,000 subscribers we uh, we stopped and after that uh, we got a lot more subscribers with organic reach by creating valuable content and uh, can you tell about using paid marketing for podcasts do we need to use google ads facebook ads or we can use inside platforms like uh, on apple spotify uh, or google podcast any tips how to use the right way paid marketing yeah there's some there's a couple of routes you can go so on the paid side you can create ads and this is something that we do for our customers if, if you're targeting like downloads or, or listen specifically mm -hmm. through the podcast you can do sponsored content where you can create ads that are actually pulling up different podcast episodes within some of the sites that you you would recognize right like major publishers that these ads are embedded within the content very it's sponsored content you know that that typical um type of ad that you see but they're they're formatted in a way for consumption right on the site versus going out to a podcast app so that's one form of, of advertising there the other is getting very specific with the audience that, that you're looking to connect with um, one channel that, that's very common for a lot of our customers is LinkedIn because you can get very targeted with the the audience on the other side. You can target by you know company size, job title, uh, the exact company actually that, that you want to target. All these different parameters help you take some of the very specific messages or, or content that you have in your podcast episodes and then tailor that to, to that audience in LinkedIn. And then what you can do as another layer is you can figure out so who's consuming this who who interacted with it and then you know perhaps they clicked out or they they viewed a video and then you can retarget from there maybe with a, another video that's a little deeper or a little longer or it takes a different take on that you know specific uh topic that was discussed in that ad so it's just trying to to build layers from a a paid standpoint try to see what works and then Add some some things on top of that. Nice, nice. Love it, love it. Awesome. Okay. Uh, I have the question about common mistakes. Can you list common mistakes that podcasters still do and uh, how to find a much better way? Yeah, the biggest mistake that I see in, in a lot of companies come to us after they've uh, been spinning wheels for, for a while. They They focus on a lot of the things that I don't feel are important to your show. I've seen customers come to us uh, after four months of trying to finalize their cover art. And I'm like, okay, so the cover art's not done, but let's take a step back. So who is the show for and how does it help? And they can't answer those two questions. So it's like, start with the, the very foundation of, of what you're trying to accomplish, answering those two very important questions, and then you build from there. And I think the other mistake is, in addition to just taking so much time on, on things that don't really matter, is, you know, folks are, they're spinning their wheels a lot on these early episodes and trying to 
create these complex episode structures and formats. And to your point, they, they want to be so different that that episode one takes three to four months to produce. And it's like, I don't, I don't even know if it's going to work yet. And yeah. so, so let's strike a balance, which I think is hard because you want it to be good enough to release to your customers. You want it to help and you don't want to release garbage content out there by any stretch, but then you also don't want to spend three to four months on something to release episode one, to have your cover art defined. And then once you release it, gets three downloads and then the CEO's breathing down your neck saying, Hey, we got to shut this thing off. You guys have been working on it for six months. It doesn't make any sense. So I think it's just about striking that balance, which is a little different for every company. You have to try to figure out exactly what that comfort level is and, and what they're comfortable distributing and, and getting in front of the audience. But once you get there, that's where you, you build that momentum and you just have to constantly improve from there. Nice. Yeah. You remind me of stadium. Uh, when, uh, if I remember exactly, it's like uh, on the store, uh, you know, we often see desk when uh, promoters can give for free some food, you know, and uh, they put two, uh, uh, two types, uh, no, not two types, like uh, six types of cheese and uh, the next time they put uh, 24 types of cheese. Uh, and when customers had uh, have a lot of choices, uh, six times more with cheese, they uh, buy less in the end because they don't know what to buy. It's hard for them to choose. So simplicity is key on content. It doesn't matter what kind of content you create. You don't need to crush your customers' minds. Yeah. And uh, I, I love website Apple, you know, very simple. Yeah. When I open apple.com, I see only iPhone, nothing else. Uh, I don't see MacBooks, AirPods. I can find them if I go to uh, in the website structure. But uh, on the first visible screen, only iPhone. Because Apple knows that Apple uh, that iPhone is responsible for uh, plus 40% of all sales. They list best-selling product <laughs> in the homepage. Yeah. Love it. Awesome. Tristan, I have the question about your experience. Uh, let's imagine you started from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills. What will you do today to learn more about podcasts? Yeah, that's a great question. It's like, where, where do you start if you don't have any experience? Uh, the, the best way, I think, is to maybe start a podcast without actually launching one. Like maybe mm -hmm. build some of those skills that are required to, to be a good podcaster. So, I mean, for years I was behind the camera. I did a lot of documentary style content. So I interviewed, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of people before I ever even did a podcast episode. And I'm still working on interviewing techniques and crafting questions. And, and it's just a lot of fun for me. But I think if, if you're going to start or you have a goal of starting a show, you know, start working on some of those things to build some of those skills and, and figure out, you know, maybe what, what you want to focus on initially. So maybe do an internal interview series at your company, you know, interview your CEO and without the pressure of distributing that podcast episode, just do it strictly an internal interview and just say, you're going to use that information either for social posts or perhaps to create a blog post, but practice. You know, think about how you're going to yeah. structure that conversation. Think about what you're trying to get out of the conversation. And all of those skills can be a foundation for, for starting a show later on.
Yeah, love it. I I couldn't agree more with that because for me, practice is more important than overlearning. Uh, you can learn a lot. I can read hundred books how to play soccer, but if I don't hit the ball thousand times, <laughs> I'm not sure that I can become uh, a good soccer player. So it, it's the same with podcast. You can't learn how to do it. You need to do it. You know, just do it, and then yeah. you can learn from mistakes. You can make mistakes. That's okay. You know, it's part of the process. And uh, I made a lot of mistakes. Uh, it doesn't matter what kind of content i create what, what has I been your what was your like biggest mistake do you, that you think uh when you started out podcasting uh i think i try to pay so much attention to um uh, to create like to create uh high quality podcast without experience and once i got a good tip uh, if you wanna become a great YouTuber, we can relate to podcast as well. Uh, you need to film a hundred bad videos. So if you film hundred yeah. bad videos, you can get confidence, you can get experience. Then you can uh, pay attention to uh, create high quality content. But it's hard to do it from scratch if you have no experience and. Uh, yeah, one study uh, shares that uh, most podcasters don't record the second episode. I think most podcasters don't record even first episode, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But if you have experience, practice, then you can pay more attention to uh, create high-quality content. Without experience, just do it. Just uh, create for the sake of having it. Because of getting experience. That's normal. You can't create... Uh, you can't compete with Joe Rogan, you know, uh, in the first episode, even after a hundred episodes, a thousand episodes, it's hard because of his right. experience. But you can be yourself and go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tristan, I have the final question about the future. Can you predict the future? What kind of future will be in podcast industry? Because many things are coming. Metaverse, I don't know, uh, AI, augmented reality. What do you think? Uh, is it a good idea to start podcast today? Probably future will change everything. Yeah, I mean, I think the future of podcasting is such an interesting thing. And in many ways, I don't think podcasting is going to change that much, surprisingly. I mean, if we think about what a podcast was 15 years ago, which, you know, one of the first podcasts I created was, was about that long ago, um, it, the fundamental foundation of, of a podcast episode is, is a is a conversation in a lot of cases. So in many ways, that's not going to change. What I am excited about, I mean, you mentioned AI. There, there's obviously a lot of conversations around AI and, and how that um, will take shape. I think it will definitely have a, an impact on on the podcasting industry, whether that's how you summarize conversations, how, how you select different quotes, how you're able to combine uh, information from different episodes. I think all that will be um, very interesting to see how that shakes out. Another thing too that I think AI will help with is uh, once you get a lot of episodes and you get like this content library, it's trying to figure out, all right, if I'm writing a blog post, Anatoly, if I, if I want to do a blog post on, uh, let's say podcast marketing, and I know I've had eight episodes around podcast marketing yeah. and I'm looking for some, some really good quotes. I'm looking to piece together this story. It's really incredibly difficult to, to go and find that information unless you're searching through transcripts or whatever, but you don't have that contextual 
uh, information. You know, you, you don't really have, um, and, unless someone specifically said a keyword in a transcript, it's very difficult to find that. So I think AI will help us discover information within our own content, which I think is a, a big piece of repurposing and, and distributing content and and creating mashups of, of uh, content you've already recorded. That's what I'm, I'm really looking forward to there. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, I think, you know, that was simple to ignore AI yesterday. Hard today, impossible tomorrow. <laughs> we yes, need agree. to use this format. Because, you know, uh, I, I see social media posts uh, about AI uh, and many people think that this format can uh, replace humans. I think lazy people, it's possible to replace, you know, but someone who adapt to this technology, someone who uses, uh, I think, you know, for me, for me, I think uh, many writers uh, will be controllers and managers of AI in the future. Uh, it's my prediction uh, because it's like, you know, farmers, when they got a tractor, uh, so they didn't lose their jobs. They just adapted how to use tractor to get to produce more food. So AI is it's a tractor today. Now you need to use this tractor to produce more results in your uh, content format on marketing channel. Uh, Tristan, it's a big pleasure to get in my show, to learn from you. Tell our audience the best way how to learn more about you, how to follow you, how to reach out to you. Yeah, and I'll, I'll keep it simple. Like I, I said earlier on, the best place to, to find out more about podcasting for your company, just visit us online at motionagency.io. Okay, guys, you can find the link uh, in the description below. Uh, also, you can find the link, uh, 13 ways you can grow your company's podcast. So read this article. It's an amazing article. So you can get insights how to do it. Uh, thanks again for your time. A big pleasure. Love all your valuable insights. Thanks, guys, a lot for listening and watching us. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.